This is the Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. What are you giving up in 2024 and will it be as challenging as what 50 Cent has decided to give up? I know Selena Gomez is trying to stay off social media for the 4,000th time. She's like, I'm focusing on what really matters. I'm taking a break. And somebody retweeted and said, okay, girl, talk to you tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> I died. It's Great so funny. tweet. Because it's true. Yeah. What are you giving up in 2024? And do you think you'll be successful? 50 Cent took to his Instagram page yesterday and shared these gorgeous images of him sitting in a suit. He's got his shirt, his tie, and a cigar, of course. Very classy. And by his side, he has a glass of his own brand of Branson. Cognac. Cognac. That's what it is. And uh, the caption says, my new idea is so big, I don't have time to be distracted. I'm practicing abstinence. I've been meditating and focusing on my goals. He also just broke up with uh, whoever it was that he was dating. So this is a phenomenal point of view. If straight men were to diffuse the noise by abstaining from women and other distractions for a year, they'd make 10 years worth of progress. Oh, my gosh. Men think about sex every three seconds. One, two, three. Perverts. Okay, so um, something else I just realized is 50 Cent is 48. What We need to have an entire year dedicated to 50 Cent in two years. Oh, yeah, good point. Like he's literally the 50. The year of 50. He's literally 50 Cent. That's so funny. Like that. You've heard of the rival dad thing before, yeah? Yeah, like if there's a dad on the cul-de-sac that did a better job of mowing the lawn, then you have to up your game. Is that kind of a good example? Yeah, in August, that's a good example. Okay. What about um, shoveling right now? Yeah. I mean, like if his driveway is pristine, Mm -hmm. you got to get out there even with the broom. You got to shovel then sweep. Like it's just part. It's just it's just a thing. Way she goes. Even if you're friends with them, there's still there's still a little bit of competition. I heard uh, possibly the funniest rival dad take I had heard in quite some time or maybe I read this. That he's going to leave the garage doors open on his house. Okay. So that the rival dad's wife know what a, knows what a well-organized garage looks oh, like. Oh, that is so funny. I will be honest. Whenever <laughs> I see into someone's garage, I will. See yeah. if it's organized or not. I truly will. And I'm always so impressed when it's extremely see? clean. So this uh, this guy was on to something. He's got all the ladies in the neighborhood talking. Like You've driven by some of them where when the garage is open, you're like, oh, they label things. Like yeah. they have all those bins stacked on the side. Everything has a place on the wall. Nothing's on the ground. It is fascinating to me. I'm so far from that. Yeah. That My garage is where things go when I don't know where else to put yeah, them. Yeah, that's where things go to die. Pete Davidson has opened up that he was high on ketamine at Aretha Franklin's funeral. Ketamine? Ketamine. And he's like... That's uh, horse tranquilizer pill, right? Yeah. So I was at a house party once that uh, my friend asked me to come with because she didn't really know the guys. And she was worried that maybe like it would be a pretty rough party. Uh-huh. She just knew the one guy. I, I'm pretty sure that they were... They were doing K. That's what they were doing. And yeah. it was... Watching them was a wild ride. So I can't imagine doing it and then being at... A funeral with, like, the world's biggest celebrities there around you, too. Like, what a ride. honoring Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Guy should have a little more R-E-S-B-C-T. Nice one. Thanks. I I did come up with that joke. (laughs) Yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. And and I tweeted it, and now I'm kind of backpedaling and worried that 
it's it's such an obvious joke that it's going to look like I stole it, but I promise I didn't. Anyway, we wanted to ask you <laughs> <laughs> about times that you were so high. Well, no, just lit up. Let's say like lit. even if you like drank and then all of a sudden somebody's like, I'm picking you up. We have to go to blank. You were drunk on tequila on your first date with your ex-wife by, yeah. by accident, kind of. Um, so that's a great example. It could be that you were on <laughs> cough syrup and then had to talk to someone and you were out of it. It could be after, you know, you had some sort of surgery. It could be that you smoked a huge joint and then had to talk to someone and or go and do something and mm-hmm. you, you didn't know about it. There are so many funny stories out there. Well, and the one that I'm thankful, knock on wood, hasn't happened to me at any point is like, you know, you have a couple friends over, you're playing cards, kids go to bed. You end up having a few. Mm-hmm. Like, what if a kid trips in that situation or something? Gets Going to the bathroom and gets injured and needs to go to the hospital. You have to get an Uber to the hospital. That's, that is mortifying. Well, and they, like, it's like the doctors and nurses would be able to smell it on you. I actually think it would be better to get an Uber or taxi just because you don't have to pay for parking. That's a whole other. Another, another good reason. Shouldn't have just to pay Uber. for parking at a hospital. Good point. Anyway. 780-784-7107. I tried to do a radio show once after uh, smoking one, and it was the worst show I'd ever had in my life. I lost my train of thought Uh seconds into every time I opened the mic. Like, it was just... If if the bosses were listening that day... They were. I was... I would have been done. Really? Yeah, it was that bad. They would have been like, "How? why did this guy choose broadcasting? It, it's true, because there was that one St. Patrick's Day that I had to do a shot every time I screwed up a tongue twister about r- Irish w- wristwatches. Mm-hmm. And I was... In I was one. in the bag. Yeah, yeah. I was unwell. Could not speak for mm-hmm. the life of me. And trying to do like a one-minute flawless kind of like ad spot promoting the bar that we were at, yeah. you were just oh. terrible. Why? Well, you know when you drink too much and then you start to sound shrill? And sweary. Kristen just texted in saying, I got hammered on jello shots in a shed party in Newfoundland, and then I had to go into a safe party for the high school graduation. <laughs> that is uh, terrible. Yeah. Kristen, you have to be the one that gets people safely to, like we said, the emergency. <laughs> what if somebody needed stitches? That's what exactly what we were looking for, That though. is so funny. Stacy just wrote in, oh my gosh, so many times smoking weed before playing card games and taking a while to get there and understand or remember how to even play. Playing card games after yeah partaking partaking is should be illegal. You with board game instructions, even if you're stone sober, oh, you're the it. worst. I I don't want to hear about it. Just play the game. I'm more of like a visual learner. I don't want to hear it. No, but I'm like, not listening. Often, a lot of games you need at least the base amount of knowledge to begin the game. But I am zoning. Yeah, out. yeah. It's it's not even worth it. So tell us your story about a time that you were. Under the influence. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. It's a bit more inappropriate than smoking a huge bowl. Like what or like, when's saying? the last time you were blasted on ketamine exactly, yeah. at a funeral? So we were talking about this because Pete Davidson's opening up about how he was literally on ketamine at Aretha Franklin's funeral. So get your stories into 780-784-7107. Play 107, Ryder and Lisa, thank you for checking out the show. We're talking about times that you were inappropriately buzzing. Whatever your uh, your vice was, 
Where were you and what were you doing? So we're talking about this because Pete Davidson admitted that he was on ketamine at Aretha Franklin's funeral. And he's like, I have to live with that for the rest of my life. I regret it. It's a wild, wild uh, sentence even. And if he regrets it, why would he go public with it? I just don't. Oh, I think there's just a lot of guilt. He's like, he's the type of person that goes to a lot of therapy and needs to get things off his chest. Uh, This text is a first time texter. So no name attached to it. Maybe for the best. They wrote in saying, I was high on mushrooms with my friends, and then I had an anaphylactic reaction to a wasp sting, and I had to get rushed to the hospital in an ambulance. It was the worst experience ever. The craziest part would be, like, wondering if you were actually in the ambulance. Yeah, is this happening? (laughs) This text from Brennan, I have a little social anxiety. So I went to take an edible before I went to my daughter's Christmas concert. Just oh my light, gosh. No, you you got to hear him out. Okay. Just a light one to help okay. me with my social anxiety. Okay. I uh, mixed up my gummies <laughs> and I took a very, very strong one. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, it was actually a pretty lit show. <laughs> I'm so good. You're like standing up. You're like, my kid deserves an award for this. When in reality, it was like... Out of tune. They were facing the wall they instead were, of the crowd. They were playing the cymbals. <laughs> Here's another list of seven somethings. It's Ryder and Lisa's top seven at seven. We're counting down the top seven things that you would read while you were on the toilet mm-hmm. back before you had a phone to scroll. Tell me that Uncle John's bathroom reader is on the list. Okay. It's actually quite a popular text that's rolling in. Yeah. So we got to give it an honorable mention, as well as puzzle books. A lot of people are saying that. And Reader's Digest. I feel like a lot of households had a basket or something beside the toilet with just several different kinds of magazines in it. Yeah. So there are some particular ones that have made it into the top seven. I always wondered with, like, Sudoku... It, why some of them were filled out. Like, do you bring a pen with you to the potty? Yeah. I suppose you did, if mm-hmm. that was your thing. Coming in at number seven, the instructions on how tampons are inserted and becoming terrified of toxic shock syndrome. You know, you'd look underneath the sink and there'd be that box. And maybe you were too young to even know how they work. So you'd open up the instructions, which was like a huge page. Okay. And you would read about how toxic shock syndrome can kill you. And you'd be like, well, I don't I don't want to deal with these. I, I don't need too many details. But does that have to do with like keeping it in too long? Yes. Okay. Next. Number six, Archie Comics. Another very popular text that's rolling in on the show this morning. Were you Team Betty or Veronica? I kind of like the idea of both. Oh, my gosh. What? It of was course. like, well. <sighs> Coming in at number five, the Guinness Book of World Records. Mm-hmm. It was hefty. It was a heavy read. Yeah. Lots of pages. But there's one page in particular, two of them, actually, that stand out to me. And I want to know if... they're both coming to your mind right now. The girl with the hair that goes all the way down to the floor. Yeah, I do remember her. And then the guy with the, remember? The super dangly fingernails. The guy with the nails. Yeah, they were nasty. He had the world's longest nails. When it was strange when you were reading it on the toilet too and you knew that you had to wipe. (laughs) Because how does this guy do How does that guy wipe? Ew. Number four. The horror dating stories in Seventeen magazine, even if you were a little too young mm. to be reading this, 
I remember reading these little stories and being like, oh, how embarrassing. And I had like never had a boyfriend in my life. <laughs> yeah, we were more of like the boring mom chooses the magazines, like home and gardening. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to hear that. No, that's why I have such a pizzazz for decor. Mm. Coming in at number three, <laughs> National Geographic, learning about the world because mm-hmm. we didn't have the World Wide Web to teach us about what's happening in other countries and what the animals were doing and just learning about life and, to be perfectly honest, anatomy. Yeah, well, that's it. It would be the only magazine that could be out in like a family-friendly situation that you knew you'd be able to see some in sets, like some topless mm-hmm. ladies, you know? Mm-hmm. Number two, <laughs> counting down the top seven things you would read on the toilet before smartphones existed. Just try to be here for your list. I mean, you're not wrong. I know. We all flip to those pages. Oh, I just thought of another person in the world, Guinness Book World Records, what? that you'd Who? see a lot. The guy whose neck was <gasps> super stretched. Yes, they had the rings. Yeah. yeah that was kind of cool. Wild one. Number two, chicken soup. For the soul, just sobbing. Luckily, hopefully, there'd be toilet paper right there. Yeah. Blow your nose and wipe your tears. Where did it go? It's still out there. And of course, coming in at number one, the most popular answer on the tech sign, we all used to do it. What would you read while sitting on the toilet before smartphones existed? The shampoo bottle, the instructions. Mm. Lather, rinse, repeat. And to be honest, never really followed through. Would always just wash once, but now that I'm an adult, if you do the double wash, your hair is so clean. Oh, really? Well, the first time you shampoo it, it gets rid of all the oils. The second time, it's to like actually clean it. I always found it interesting the difference between reading the back of like dad's shampoo bottle that just said like soap. Yeah, it's like three in one. Mom's that was like (laughs) 13 vitamins and nutrients harvested from coconut. And infused with watermelon waterfalls. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many words on her. I love the specific shampoo that is getting texted in now. So many different brands. Okay. Head and Shoulders. Head and Shoulders. Tresemme. Barry, who streams our show from Texas, said the hair thinning shampoo bottle, the one that smelled like mint. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. What's that one called? Neox, Neoxin or something like that? White with the black writing. The white, but it had gray. And they were really heavy. And then there was that um, that Aussie brand one in the purple bottle. Yes. It smelled so good. With the kangaroo <gasps> on it. Oh, it smelled amazing. <laughs> anyway, that was the top seven <laughs> things we used to read on the toilet before smartphones. My dad pulled a sweet boomer move yesterday. And I thought uh, maybe some others would like to contribute with sweet boomer moves they've seen. You know, they get a lot of flack, mm-hmm. the baby boomers. But... Uh, They've done a lot for this country. Yeah. So I think we can recognize... The positives. Some of the positives, even if they're a little bit ridiculous. So my dad, here's the sweet boomer move he pulled. Uh, He's tried to avoid computers for the most part for his life. Like, he doesn't mess with them. He's 75. Online banking, no chance. He goes into the bank still on a weekly basis to do his banking. I don't know what he's banking, but Right, he and goes. he likes to he likes checks. Like no e-transfers. Oh, it's no. not a thing to him. None of that. You know. But this one was next level. He was reading an article and it had a message in it that he thought was important for me. It was about a radio host in the states who was also a stand-up comic. And ended up saying something on stage that got him fired from his radio job. Okay. 
Yeah, your dad's worried about you. So, you never know, right? Yeah, because yeah. I, I jump on stage every once in a while and, and say things that are a little more risky than I would say here, just because usually you're performing to an adult audience, whereas here, you know, there's some kids listening. you got to be a little more careful, right? Uh, anyway, so I, he had this important message he wanted me to get my hands on. Didn't want to pick up the phone and call you and tell you said article. No, or like email it, find it online and email it, no chance. Yeah, not um, hitting that copy link and sending it in a Facebook DM. Cuts it out of the magazine he read it in and uh, popped it in the mail for me and then let me know when I was talking to my mom on the phone yesterday. I mailed you an article <laughs> that I think you might be interested in and it was just like, it's so foreign now to think... <laughs> Of doing something like that, like yeah. reading something and being like, you got to see this. Let me pop it in the mail. Let me just get my scissors. Right? Talking about the most boomer thing you've seen someone do lately. Maybe it's a loved one, like in my dad's situation where he read an article he thought I'd be interested in, cut it out of the magazine and mailed it to me. Anna wrote in saying, my dad still uses the yellow pages. He'll pull it out and I find what he's looking for on Google before he's even pulled his reading glasses out. That is so cute. But, like, what's the rush? What do you mean, what's the rush? If well, you can Google it right away, Google it. I know, but if you're, you're I get wasting. if you're like uh, emergency dentist needed that you'd want to use Google. But if you're just like, uh, we should find a good travel agent, you know, or it's like something that you've got a bit of time to look for. Yeah, you go with the one that has the best Google review. I know. I just appreciate some of the old school stuff. Like Christine says, my dad drinks a four liter of milk a day. So does my dad. A four liter. Yeah. My mom would get so mad, especially if she like every once in a while she'd get chocolate milk. Oh, those gone, are big days. Gone. It'd be gone in an hour. Yeah. And she'd get so mad at us because she just bought it. <laughs> it's Even true. though she didn't drink it, she was just mad that we had already gone through everything. So what'd you buy it for? Yeah, don't buy it then. We're excited. We yeah. like chocolate milk. <laughs> Uh, Chelsea just wrote in saying, yesterday my dad said, I haven't seen you in like a year, and the last time I saw him was Christmas, so 2023. So yeah, the dad jokes are still alive and well. Randy texted in, my aunt did the same thing that your dad did, Ryder. A few years ago, she mailed us a clipped newspaper article about home prices or something. But it's funny, because she lives here in the city. So she could have like, the amount of called, time it come over. Yeah, exactly. The amount of time it would have taken to do all that, she could have just came over. What I like that uh, boomer parents still do is a lot of them still struggle with emotional connection. Like, let's be real. they Some of them are just still bad at it. Yeah, it, dad doesn't really know how to hug. Exactly. Yeah. So it's usually a side hug. Yeah. You know, it's just like kind of an awkward Or you're just two holding a stiff man's oh, body in your horrible. arms. Yeah. It's horrible. So I think that we have come a long way with uh, sure. the next generation of parents. And I just love that boomer dads will talk highly of you, but never to your face. It's mm. like you always hear it through your mother. They don't want yeah, you to know. Your dad was saying how proud he is of you. I'm like, well, I'd like to hear it. I Like, where's the proof? Film it for me. <laughs> I'd True. love to see it. Okay, I just thought of another boomer move that my mom still do does. Ready? Yeah. Overcooks her chicken breast. Oh, big time. Because it was such a big deal in the 90s to get salmonella, salmonella that parents everywhere were so scared. They would overcook their chicken. Like, you cut into the chicken and it turns to dust. 
And the thing with chicken breasts is like they're not good when they're really overcooked. No. They're not they like they go from really good to terrible pretty quickly. I also overcook my chicken. It's so dry. You're chewing it for hours. <laughs> yeah. Hours. It's good, good for jaw exercising. <laughs> Kids insults can sting. I heard once like if you get told you're funny looking by a woman, she's miserable. Don't worry about her. If you get told you're funny looking by a dude, he's a prick. Don't worry about him. If you get told you're funny looking by a kid, you're, you're funny, funny looking. looking. They're just being honest. <laughs> Brandon wrote in saying my four-year-old son was arguing with his mom, and I guess she said something along the lines of, keep it up and I'm going to call your dad. And he shot back immediately with, well, you don't have a dad. No, I no, don't like that I don't one. like that at all. Wow, I thought it was going to be like, do you even know who he is? That would be a good chirp. Man, there's some good ones rolling in. Like, kids can be so ruthless. This one's uh, got a nice sting to it, but it's not too mean. And it's, like, perfect because it was a, delivered by a grumpy three-year-old. The text says, you see that door? I want you on the other side of it. That's a chirp, oh man. Oh, my gosh. Listen to this one that just rolled in from Melissa. I have a small gap between my teeth, and I teach junior high. My students were chirping me, and one of them goes, do you floss your teeth with a mattress? <laughs> <laughs> Kid insults is what we're talking about. So my daughter was about three years old, and she was looking at me lovingly and told me, she said, Mom, you're pretty ugly without makeup. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. But she was looking at you lovingly, meaning... Yeah. Even though she thought you were a little bit ugly, she still loved you. Absolutely. <laughs> That's unconditional. Absolutely. And same thing went for me. The first time your daughter saw me without makeup, she said, you look different. And it was like not a night. It was not a compliment. Not in like a you're looking mm -hmm. good. It was like a something's off with you. Uh, Jen wrote in saying my teenager said, it doesn't matter if you ground me. You won't remember tomorrow anyway. <laughs> Wow, chirping the memory. Yeah, that one stings. Uh, the other day, my four-year-old called me a heck. <laughs> <laughs> this is a gooder and so innocent. My nephew, one and a half, attended a celebration of life with an open casket and went around saying, shh, sleeping. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of hard to not giggle or smile mm. in that situation right? and that's okay once in a while it. they it, don't get it even at a funeral it's okay to have the tension break once in a while <laughs> a lot of teachers writing in that it's pretty common for students to roast them morgan says i have my top three that stand out okay let's go for them do you love cats because you look like a woman who would love cats yes um what makes me look like i have cats oh just your glasses and your clothing number two i showed them an older picture of me my husband they said i look like his mother and a girl <laughs> asked me why is the top of your hair so dark and the bottom so light i made a hair appointment that same day yes <laughs> ruthless ruthless Times you've been insulted by a child, sometimes they really sting. They really do. So we got Nikki on the phone. Nikki, tell us about a time where your kid burnt you. Yeah, so I was with my daughter, and she was trying to say she was my favorite kid because she's older than her brother, so she said she was my first love. And I told her that's not true because I had a high school boyfriend, and I obviously met her dad before she was born to which she replied okay but i'm the only one that has stuck around oh <laughs> oh my goodness super burn that Nikki. is a super burn <laughs> oh 
Yeah. Wow. Did you look at her and go, touche? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, pretty much. I was like, oh, you have a point. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh, Nikki. Thank you so much for the call. <laughs> We're going to announce our throwback throwdown songs here shortly. But first, uh, we got one more story. Yours involves a four-year-old, your cousin's kid. Fire away. And he was drawing on this whiteboard, and he drew everybody in the family, his mom, his dad, grandma, grandpa, everybody. And then half an hour later, he was pulling all the DVDs off the shelf, and his grandma was like, no, you put those back. Those are dad's. You don't touch those. So he walked over to the whiteboard. And erased grandma. Whoa. That's hardcore. I know. Just glared at her and went to his room. Man, these are so good, eh? So many good stories. Like, there are several that we haven't even gotten to on the text line. So thank you to everyone that contributes to our show and just makes it that much more fun. Yeah. And honestly, I think it's the kind of thing that we could bring back like soon, like in a week, do kid insults again. Mm -hmm. So if you uh, get insulted, we want the first thing you to think about after you lick your wounds i should probably text this into Ryder and lisa they'd, yes. they'd appreciate it any time of the day we can check the text line so uh feel free to get at us i mean even if somebody just burned you yeah if immediately you've got, if you've got kids write in and be like hey you're gonna want to use this next time you bring up this topic guess what my kid just said to me especially when it's fresh oh yeah, yeah. so good the Ryder and Lisa podcast brought to you by Yeg Property Pros, powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play 107.